Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from April 19th until April 26th, as we will have three powerhouse days of energy starting April 19th with the Aries solar eclipse, which I'm going to talk about more of the particulars on that shortly. We will then see the sun enter Taurus on April 20th, followed by Mercury stationing retrograde on April 21st at 15 degrees of Taurus. Then after those three days, the energies start to flow and they are much more receptive and internal. So we have this beautiful process that we're moving through that is showing us how we have evolved, shifted, healed, and moved into new energies, as well as time to fully integrate, to be in this energetic experience, to ground it in, to trust it more within ourselves, to fully embody what that looks like now. And then there are opportunities as well to just relax into more of what is supporting you, almost like it's a bit easier to exhale and lean back, to release, to allow, as we're going to see that the energies can be quite jolting right now. And there can be shock and awe. There can be bursts of energy coming out. There can be a sense of really amplifying what has been dormant and needs to be heard or said or felt, whatever that might be. But then there's this beautiful universal support that guides you through whatever that might be for you. So it's definitely a powerful time. And this Aries solar eclipse, eclipse is a new moon and it's a new cycle of energy opening up that we are going to be working with for months to come. In fact, the energy continues into 2024. I've already done a few podcast episodes for you on this Aries solar eclipse, so I'm not going to repeat myself uh, by saying what I've already shared in those episodes, but I did want to touch on something that is important about this particular eclipse. It is called a hybrid solar eclipse. So what does that mean? Well, it's occurring at 29 degrees of Aries, the end of the Aries journey. Every astrological sign begins at zero and ends at 29 and then moves into the next astrological sign. So we have this new moon solar eclipse, a hybrid solar eclipse at the end of Aries that's about your self-identity and revealing more within you that's ready to be activated, to be birthed, to be awakened, to come out as part Part of truly who you are. This is powerful coming out energy, whatever that means for you, whatever truth might be rising up, whatever part of yourself you're ready to fully acknowledge and own more clearly at this time. That's what this is about. And in Aries, it's personal. It's very much about the sense of self, but parts of yourself that other people might not know about. They might not see, it might not be visible, but you know this. You you know this about yourself. So with a hybrid solar eclipse, we actually have two important energetics in play. The first is when the moon 
moves across the face of the sun. And at this time, what we will see is the moon being a smaller disk than the sun. And the moon is going to block most of the sun's light, as it does with every new moon. And there will be what we call a ring of fire around the moon, as it will be in front of the sun, but smaller. So think about how energetically the life force of the sun, especially the sun in Aries with its fire, inspiration, momentum, courage, is embedding that energy onto the moon, also in Aries, and activating whatever is within your lunar needs. The moon being about our personal internal world, what we're feeling, what's going on inside of us. And here we have the sun and the moon in a dance that's extra potent because it is a solar eclipse and because the moon is receiving more of those light codes, energetics, solar power, solar flare, solar winds from the sun. So we think of the moon as that receptacle vessel of energies and how that infuses the sun to really be more of itself and to be stronger in that sense of understanding what you need, what you want, what you're about at this time. Then the moon continues on and will appear to totally block out the sun. And that's phase two of this hybrid solar eclipse. So the first phase is that the moon moves across the sun and creates that ring of fire. Then the moon appears to become the same size as the sun and blocks out all of the sun. So that's why it's called a hybrid solar eclipse because two things are happening. Typically, we would have one or the other or other variations during an eclipse. But this is a hybrid solar eclipse that only happens a few times in a century, and it has two energetics involved. So as the moon appears to become the same size as the sun, think of how that means our emotional bodies, our personal needs, what we understand internally in our private personal world is becoming more clear. It's becoming bigger because the visual we have from here on the planet is that the moon is the same size as the sun and that's why it blocks it out. So there is a total darkness that occurs during a total solar eclipse. So we have this first ring of fire, then we have the total darkness that sets in that then begins the new cycle of birth emergence, new energy, something coming forward, something coming out that will continue to unfold. So there is the complete blocking out of sunlight that allows for a powerful energetic reset, which is a time for you to check in on what is being activated for you at 29 degrees of Aries that is showing you more of who you are right now. And I feel like this reset is about full ownership, 
full recognition and also really understanding how you are ready to level up, power up, step up in your sense of self. And this is personal. This is something that you're declaring based on who you are. And it's something that also can grow, shift, and create after the solar eclipse. Now, this solar eclipse is actually not very visible from land masses on the planet. There are parts of Western Australia, you can see it, but it happens mostly over the ocean and the oceans being ruled by the moon. So thinking about what is happening with the water on our planet and how that's affecting us, how that energetically works with us as well. There's also the theme here of what are you completely closing out? Because even though we talk about a new moon, it's also the ending of a cycle. And that feels extra powerful with this energy occurring at 29 degrees of Aries. Also with it happening as a hybrid solar eclipse, that ring of fire energy could give you some scorching truth around what you're done with. And then as the sun and the moon make a total solar eclipse, there is a pause, quiet, reflection, even a nothingness that exists in that space before the new comes out. So this would be a time to be very honest with yourself around what you are no longer going to energetically participate in, experience, create, what parts of your self-identity are falling away, no longer resonate, no longer have any weight or energetic connection for you, what parts of that airy sense of self have you outgrown and moved through or you've healed? This would be a very powerful time to really own that, to really understand that you could feel like a new part of yourself is coming out, ready or not, and that it could feel like it's even a bit scary or overwhelming or uncertain because you haven't met this version of yourself before. But that is what is highlighted here in the energy signature of this hybrid solar eclipse. Now, right after the solar eclipse, the moon will move into Taurus and then the sun will enter Taurus about four hours after the eclipse. And both are going to have some powerful interactions with Pluto in Aquarius. And what I find notable here is that since 2009, the sun in Taurus has had a favorable interaction with Pluto because Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008-2009 and that is another earth sign that works well with Taurus energy. The three earth signs being Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, they have a shared element and they sync up effortlessly and easily on various matters. The earth signs have shared themes, which is the case with each of the four elements. Now, with the sun entering Taurus and Pluto in Aquarius, we have the sun squaring Pluto in Aquarius and there's a standstill. Because here we've had the sun in Taurus feeling empowered and strong and good about its annual connection to Pluto 
when it was in Capricorn. This is the first time the sun in Taurus is meeting up with Pluto in Aquarius, a changing of the guards, a changing of the energy, where now there is a new sheriff in town named Pluto in Aquarius, and this sun in Taurus is at a standstill, a complete halt. Wait, things are different. Things have shifted. What's going on? This all feels peculiar and unknown. Now, both Taurus and Aquarius are fixed signs that don't want to budge or change. There can be resistance. There can be stubbornness. And that energy is going to be very strong following this eclipse, where what comes up and out, what's activated or amplified, what is revealed, then comes to some kind of uncomfortable stopping point. Because now it's time to do things differently. And that's what Pluto in Aquarius is requiring of us. It is sending out new frequencies that are very innovative and creative and wants us to experiment and try this and see what happens here. Let's take what we've learned and apply it. See what comes of it. But the sun in Taurus and the moon in Taurus want the comfort zone, want to stick with what they have been using, what has worked, doesn't want evolution or change. But the universe is saying it's time. It's time to look at where you've become too stagnant, stuck, or heavy in something. And it is right on time to evolve it, but it might not feel so good in the moment. It might feel like you're getting some kind of wake-up call There could be something that comes through that you don't like. You don't want it. You're like, now pass. But the universe is saying, actually, there isn't a pass here. It's about evolution. It's about shifting up, shifting into a new gear. And that's what is being required. So as both the moon and the sun in Taurus make that direct square to Pluto in Aquarius, there could be something that you have to look at and face and understand because Pluto in Aquarius holds the frequency of where you're going, what's ahead, what can be created for the long term. And now the energies in Taurus are going to need to get on that wavelength or else other things are going to fall away. This could absolutely feel like an ultimatum. That's what this energy is. It's basically evolve or die. Okay, that's extreme. I don't really mean that. But that's really what it is with Pluto, where it's time to upgrade. It's time to move into new territory and to keep going into what you're ready to experiment and move into next. And just to quickly interject, as I'm recording this, there is a rocket launch happening that is shaking the room, shaking the walls of my space. It is and is a perfect way to describe the energy I was just talking about, where It's time to blast off and go into these new experiences, new areas that will require stepping out of a comfort zone, that will require perhaps to feel like the ground is shaking underneath you, that it can feel very uncertain or unstable. But this is where we're ready to move into new chapters in our lives. So this is important because we can choose to consciously elevate our mindset outside of the status quo, outside of what is known, outside of what you have relied on or needed or thought was important. Because this is where the shifts are occurring. 
They're happening individually and collectively at both the micro and macro levels. And this is where we are moving into new experiences that might not feel good initially because of how powerful the growth is or how much is coming up for you to look at around what you've built your life on. And that's also the energy of Taurus. So the sun enters Taurus on April 20th at 4.13 a.m., that's Eastern time. And the energy of Taurus is about really practically assessing our life. What matters to me? What do I need? What do I want? It involves the five senses. It involves the basics of clothing, water, food, shelter. Taurus is how we establish our energy on the planet. And now we have this square from Pluto in Aquarius that says it's time to change that. It's time to shift it. And that is not something that the Taurus energy wants or seeks out, but it is what's being required. And so it does have an interesting connection with this airy solar eclipse that says it's time to get going, it's time to get started, and then there's a full halt and you could meet your fears. You can meet the fear of the unknown, the fear of what's to come, the fear of anything that is also connected to a belief system that you can also evolve and work with. So that sun in Taurus energy is designed to grow, to build, to blossom, to flourish, especially when it's on the right track for what you want in your life, what honors your creativity and your talents, what gives you life, what inspires you, what matters to you. And the bigger overarching question could be, what does it mean to live a good life for yourself at this time in your journey. And those themes come up as we move through the sun and Taurus journey. But here, this powerful square to Pluto in Aquarius for the first time in our lives, by the way, that's also important to note, this type of square has not happened before. And it can be very jolting because again, the sun in Taurus had such a good connection with Pluto in Capricorn. But now there are new ideas coming in, new ways of living your life, new possibilities, and maybe you've even felt a very deep value shift, a shift in what matters to you, a shift in how you see the world, how you want to live in the world, how you want to live in your life. Maybe there are shifts that have been unfolding, especially since Uranus entered Taurus back in 2018 that is about disrupting what we accepted as is. So we're entering more of these deeper reflections, a period of deeper reflection and reconsideration, which is also coming up as Mercury stations retrograde on April 21st at 15 degrees of Taurus. Mercury retrograde will travel back to five degrees of Taurus until May 5th, and we'll bringing our attention to the Taurus areas of your life, and more specifically to 5 to 15 degrees of Taurus in your astrology chart. And that's where you would look at the house placement that this particular Mercury retrograde is occurring in, in your chart. And that's where you are reviewing what is happening in this area of your life and taking the opportunity to slow down. Now, the Taurus energy is about calm peace, 
the pleasures of life, tapping into what you enjoy and what you want, how you really trust your energy, how you go into those places that support you and that give you answers, give you clarity on what you value, what is meaningful, what you want now. And that can certainly happen in the bigger categories of our life. But Mercury retrograde in Taurus brings it down to the day-to-day, brings it down to how you are spending your time, how you are moving through your daily life, brings your attention to more of the details and the minutia. And in Taurus, it's about observing, going slow, determining what you want for the long term before making a choice or a decision. So there's a strong retraction and reflection energy with this Mercury retrograde in Taurus. And I will be doing a separate podcast episode for you coming up on Monday. That will be on Monday, April 24th. We'll talk more about Mercury retrograde in Taurus, what will be in review, and also understanding how beautifully timed this is to help us integrate the powerful eclipse energies that are unfolding. Mercury retrograde occurs throughout eclipse season, more specifically after the first eclipse, and will unfold through the second lunar eclipse on May 5th. So we are going to be bringing our attention to the Taurus themes in our lives. And it's important to give yourself time to process. Give yourself space to sit in this, to not force an answer or force a decision because that's what you could regret if you move too fast. So after the Aries energy, which tends to accelerate and move fast and wants things now, 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 the Taurus energy says, let's just wait, hang tight, Hold on, let's sit with this, look at what's coming up, and then work with that going forward. This is where you could feel energies pull back. You could feel that people need more time, or they don't respond, or they don't show up, or things fall through. These are typical Mercury retrograde experiences, but when we use them with consciousness and from the higher mind, we trust it. We learn to trust it. We learn to say, okay, great. I don't have to figure this out right now. Rather, I'm really going into fully owning more of what matters to me right now and allowing that to be enough. The Taurus energy can beautifully connect us with abundance, beautifully connect us with trusting the endless flows of abundance all around us. And I don't just mean financially, which is often what we think of when we hear the word abundance. This is more about how there is more than enough everywhere on the planet. And we see that most readily through nature, through the elements, through what exists and flourishes all around us, and to understand that we are innately connected to that as well. That's also part of our consciousness. So there is an opportunity here now to practice peacefulness, to tune into that frequency that your soul always holds that is a peaceful frequency that reminds you of how everything is temporary, everything comes in and comes out, but when you're solid at your core, when you're feeling solid and strong internally, you can handle all that. You can coast through it and move through it and handle the events of life or handle all the various experiences going on because it's that solid core internally 
that you ground into and you trust even more. Taurus season also connects us to strong sacral energy, and that's our ability to create, to trust what we want to experience, to live from that openness. And if there's been anything tangled up for you in the sacral chakra, anything tangled up, small or shut down, if you have felt like any of your natural expressions, be it creatively sexually, joyfully, anything that gives you life. If any of that has felt shut down, this would be a beautiful time to check in on that, to look at what occurred or what you didn't feel worthy of. If you didn't feel worthy of declaring what you need, if you felt you always had to cater to others or take care of them, provide or give, if there's something within you that you want to open up with joy and ease and grace, and there's this energy too of really feeling your own worthiness. I deserve to live my life from this place. I feel it. I sense it. And I know that I'm safe to do so. The chakras build on the previous chakra and the next chakra. So it's an important energy system to understand where the flows are or where the blockages are and to simply practice acceptance instead of judgment or criticism or guilt or shame. It's acceptance. This is who I am in this moment. This is what I'm feeling right now. This is where my energy feels blocked or this is where I want it to open and grow even more. So this is a good time to check in on those energy systems and to really trust what you're feeling or sensing. You could really see it powerfully with your third eye or however you tune into your own energy. And perhaps you'll even feel into more things that you want to create or express, new ways that you want to live your life. And that is going to be one of the gifts here as we continue through Taurus season. So we have powerful days, April 19th, 20th, 21st. We have a lot going on. Then we're going to have a few days that are a little bit softer and quieter, which will be great for integrating. And we're going to see this Mercury retrograde in Taurus make a sextile to Mars in Cancer at 15 degrees. And this is where that Mars in Cancer provides more of the emotional truth, more of what you're really feeling, more of honoring what you're ready to understand and tap into that maybe you were afraid to look at. Maybe it was too vulnerable. Maybe it was too scary. Maybe there was something that felt too insecure. Well, Mars brings in the strength to access those vulnerabilities. It brings in the strength to understand what hasn't felt so good, what maybe wasn't what we thought it would be. It's kind of like this is an energy signature that could give you the time and space to be emotionally honest with yourself, whatever that means for you, whatever that looks like for you. These energies are receptive and reflective and feminine. So we're tapping into more of what we feel, more of our intuition, more of those softer places that could even feel sensitive to touch at first. So I would say that if there's something that comes up that feels sensitive to you, That's the universe saying, this is the spot. This is where you should look. This is where the best understanding, the deep wisdom and the healing is for you to 
access and go into. So stay aware of what is coming up that might feel vulnerable, insecure, scary, because I feel like there's strength here. There's even a sense of purpose of I'm going to handle this. I can handle this. I can look at this. I can understand this. And I also know my power in it, meaning there's a sense of this is what I'm going to do next about it, where you don't stay in that vulnerability or the insecurity. You don't stay in the lower parts. You're able to use that Mars strength to move through it and to understand how it contributes to your overall wisdom and brilliance as well. So Mercury retrograde in Taurus sextiles that Mars and Cancer at 15 degrees on April 23rd. Then on April 25th, we have the Sun in Taurus making a conjunction to the North Node in Taurus at four degrees on the same day that it sextiles Saturn in Pisces at four degrees. This is a lovely supportive energy. This is a quiet knowingness. This is really feeling strong in what you are transitioning away from or letting go of, as well as what you are developing and it feels like blossoming into. Now, when the sun is conjunct the north node, that happens once a year. And it's actually going to be the last time that the sun will be conjunct the north node in Taurus for about 18 years. It's occurring at four degrees in your chart. So you can look at where four degrees of Taurus is. And this is where the sun is shining a spotlight, highlighting, warming up something for you to deeply value and love in yourself. This is a very powerful self-acceptance frequency. This is about really understanding what you have healed and how you have moved through some deep turbulence in your life. This is about the maturity of understanding what is truly you and what is not. And because of the sextile from Saturn and Pisces, there's a sense here of also fully understanding where you're turning the corner, where you've turned some pages, where you're allowing something or many things to fall away. That Saturn in Pisces is helping us clear out this debris. It's like remnants in our energy field. And I actually feel it behind our back. It feels like there could be things that have piled up from the past, experiences, energies, patterns, habits, karma, relationships, take your pick, all of the above. It feels like it can energetically collect behind us because we don't always see what's behind us, especially if you look at it in terms of your aura. What's behind you, you might not always cleanse it out. But what I'm seeing around this energy is a beautiful spiral that starts at the earth And it spirals up and it looks like it's actually moving counterclockwise. It's moving and spiraling counterclockwise up around all seven chakras out through your full aura, cleansing, clearing, removing, goodbye, gone. And that's one of the ways that this energy can help you with really claiming more of your value and your worth without letting anything from the past intrude, influence, be a part of the story or the journey when you've already declared that you're done with it 
or that you're done with whatever that karmic cycle might be, which is also what Saturn in Pisces is removing and closing out. Very big karmic energies no longer connect. It's almost like it can feel so uncomfortable. It can just feel like you've got nothing, you know, like you don't care. There's no attachment. There's nothing corded or tied anymore to a karmic theme or pattern, to anything that isn't a part of what you've been needing to move through or heal through. So I feel like this energy signature of the sun conjunct the north node in Taurus, receiving a sextile on the same day from Saturn in Pisces, all happening at four degrees, is a letting go, energetically purifying and cleansing more of what is not related to your soul's frequency of self-love. This is a self-love energy signature. There's an infusion here with the sun conjunct the north node of really understanding how loved and valuable you are just for being here. But I don't mean that in the soft, fluffy, love, light, unicorn terminology. I mean it as we're messy. Humans are messy. We're kind of ridiculous. We're complex. We do things wrong. We mess up. We're hard on ourselves. We have our preconceived ideals and We have these belief systems that we don't realize we're operating from until we have to consciously look at them. We expect so much of ourselves and then we can be so hard on ourselves if we fall flat. We can have all these emotions, right? A lot going on internally. A lot of things coming up that we don't know how to deal with, that we're learning to deal with. We're learning to unpack it, to own it, to accept it. So we have all these parts of our lives and our journeys that aren't so simple and don't feel loving to ourselves at times. And this is especially true when there's an over-reliance on the mind or the ego, which are very much about the present moment, the sense of self, even wanting things to be a certain way. But when we open up to the heart frequency, when we go into our intuition, when we connect with our spiritual selves and our soul's frequency, we then start to tap in to more compassion, more acceptance, letting ourselves off the hook, understanding that there's a lot to learn in this human journey and being messy and messing up or thinking about mistakes or just those places the mind can go that the ego will also push away and not want to deal with if it feels threatening or it feels like you're right or wrong or locked into some kind of belief system that keeps you stuck, whatever it might be. Of course, there's so many ways this shows up. But this energy signature is reminding you to simply put your hand on your heart and love yourself for the ways You're doing the best you can. And this energy signature, it also works with that south node in Scorpio, which is where we can be really mean to ourselves or where we get tangled up in all these emotions or power control issues or struggle with things that are really uncomfortable. But Scorpio ultimately wants to dig into the truth and the wisdom in the truth. So I feel like there's going to be something here that gives you an opportunity to rise above any of that discomfort 
and to simply tap into the present moment. It's interesting, I'm getting the visual of walking on a path and you decide to just take a break. So you step off the path onto the side of the trail or the road and you just give yourself that grounding moment to declare, I'm here, I'm doing my best, I'm growing through my life experiences, I'm growing through what I have learned along the way, and I have the fortitude and endurance to keep going, which is also a very Taurus quality and strength. So there's a reminder here that you're strong enough. You've got this. You're on the right trajectory as long as you're traveling with your self-love and self-acceptance. If you're not traveling with that, things can feel hollow and empty. And the other side of Taurus can be buying all the things, accumulating stuff, as if that is your sense of self, as in owning all this stuff or having the right car, the certain brands determines your sense of worth in the world. But what this energy is saying is that your spiritual self, which is Saturn and Pisces, is very present in this timeline. Because Saturn is about what we are responsible for, committed to, what we have to take care of. Saturn is about how we mature through our life, how we show up, how we continue to show up for what we need to take care of, whether that is showing up for your job, showing up for your family, showing up for yourself. Saturn and Pisces, show up for your soul. Show up with your spiritual principles and your spiritual integrity. Show up with an awareness of what you have experienced, how it has shaped you, sculpted you, informed you, and what you're going to allow to guide you that is ultimately timeless. And that's also Pisces. So this is going to be an opportunity to go higher into that spiritual frequency that soul energy that you're traveling with, that you're consciously choosing to bring into this reality, to fully own it from a place of self-love and personal value, and then allow the universe to meet you there. And that's part of the North Node in Taurus. The North Node is about how we do things in a new way. We're stretching, we're learning, we're a bit like, oh, I think I'm awkward at this. But the more that you show up and just give it a whirl, you just do your best, the universe recognizes that intention. And I feel like this is a fascinating unfolding of the eclipse energies where whatever you're wanting to do next that's new, exciting, motivating. You could also feel like, oh boy, I better put on my training wheels and my helmet. I got to put on all my gear, wrist guards and knee pads, all the protective wear because I'm doing something new and it's probably going to be messy at times. And don't hold yourself to impossible standards. Don't hold yourself to a sense of you got to get it right or you've got to do it perfect, or you've got to do it the best. All of that is ultimately limiting programming when all that is being required of us as we move through this cycle of new energy, new experiences, trusting ourselves, applying our spiritual work is to just do what you can, to do it to the best of your ability. And the universe loves that. The universe applauds that. 
Because I feel like for many people, they are moving onto a new path. You're leaving a business. You're leaving something that you're done with. You've decided you don't want this anymore. You've done that chapter in your life. You're ready for what's next. These are powerful turning point energies in our lives and we don't do it perfectly, but that's not required. So you could even look at if you're holding yourself to impossible standards, if you're holding yourself to some type of standard that your ego has declared is what you need to do, or your mind, or perhaps it comes from how you were raised or what you expected of yourself or of your life. There's energy here that just wants you to be soft and kind to yourself. And that also shows up when we have Venus and Gemini sextiling Chiron and Aries at 16 degrees on April 25th as well. That is a time to just try your best, think it through, look at the details, look at the particulars, and and go from there. And it's even by talking about what you're sensing and feeling that can help you move through anything that comes up. So Venus in Gemini sextiling Chiron in Aries is great for having real conversations, getting to the heart of something, understanding what you're not sure about. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what's going to play out. Talking it out with a friend and just knowing that support is there if you're willing to open up, to share, and to ask. So that is one of the best ways to make the most of Venus and Gemini sextiling Chiron and Aries. Now, I know I've been talking about this Aries solar eclipse for a while now, and I'm doing that because it's energy that lasts into 2024. It is the second most powerful eclipse of this decade, and that's because of Pluto's involvement, how Pluto squares this eclipse. So that means it has a bigger effect on the planet at large. It is more of a collective life-changing energy signature when Pluto is involved. And it also is in very new territory since Pluto is in Aquarius. So what we are moving through, it might not be seen right away. There could be effects that don't show up for a few months or a number of months after this eclipse is exact. There can be developments that are kept under wraps and then they come out and they burst through. So know that part of this energy cycle is absolutely taking us into new territory, but that doesn't mean we see it all in the moment and we don't see it playing out right away. It's going to unfold into 2024 and it can be very significant for how the planet is ready to evolve now. So this is a big deal. And then we have our second eclipse happening on May 5th. That is a Scorpio lunar eclipse at 15 degrees of Scorpio. I'll be talking more about that soon. And it's also the last Scorpio eclipse for the next nine years or so. I also wanted to add in that if the airy solar eclipse triggers or stirs up anything in you in the lower expressions of Aries, which can be impatience, anger, frustration, being too self-involved or limiting your perspective on what can happen next. The bridge of energy into Taurus 
will bring about the practical assessment and solutions because the Taurus energy will help you understand what to do with it, what to understand, what to work with, what counts, what matters, and what does not. So we have this transition from Aries season, which is fiery and emotional and action-oriented, into Taurus season, which is about simplicity, clarity, what is grounded, what is real, and gets you out of any of those lower Aries energies, especially if you become stuck in them or if you feel that you're circulating in an emotion or a fear or anything else, the Taurus energy will help you understand what matters and what does not. So it is quite a week ahead. And I truly hope there are gifts coming through for you. There are awakenings and insights. There are new realizations about what's possible in your life, what you want to create, what you want to experience. And it's all beautifully rooted in that powerful sense of self. And that powerful sense of self coupled with the Taurus self-value, self-worth component reminds you that You are worthy of living a life that you want based on who you are, based on your energy, based on your values, and the universe can certainly help you in those next steps and in making it a reality in your life. As I was recording this podcast, it came to mind that I have an audio program that supports mastering abundance in your life. It includes your business and what you do for work in the world, how you share your gifts, But it also goes into the foundational energy that you feel around abundance and what you were taught and told about this energy, especially as it relates to money and finances. So if that would support you or help you right now, I will put it below the podcast along with the coupon code for the sale price. Wishing you a beautiful Aries new moon solar eclipse, hoping that whatever arises in you gives you inspiration and a zest for life, as well as support for moving forward and next steps. I'll be back here on Monday with a podcast for you about that Mercury retrograde in Taurus energy. And of course, I'll be back on Wednesday as well for our next show. If I can support you in learning more about your astrology chart, you can find all of my current offerings at mollymccord.online, including my new program. I'm so excited to help other astrologers, other healers, intuitives, and guides really own and step into more of what you're here to do in this lifetime. I believe there is more than enough for all of us to be successful and abundant, and that was one of the guiding intentions of creating that program. So if you are ready to level up in your spiritual work, especially as an astrologer, please check out the course. I really hope it supports you. It has a ton of information, a ton of topics, a lot of videos, great information to help you avoid some mistakes. I share with you my number one mistake that I learned early on. Also, the number one hassle in my business. So I hope those types of insights are supportive and also practical for how to do business in this vertical, in this world. So wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Thank you so much for your energy, time, and connection. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Take good care and happy eclipse.